Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, over the next three hours, uh, in 60 minutes, Brad Powers will be on the show, professional sports better and a a great college football handicapper. We'll talk to him about what he likes this week in college. Mike Pritchard, later on in the show, we'll talk about something um, that takes place in NFL locker rooms that I don't think betters really take into the equation on a week-in, week-out basis. And Paul Charchi and Fantasy Football Hall of Famer on the show to close up shop uh, a little bit later on today as well, Paulie. Thursday Night Football, here we go. Amazon Prime tonight, Pittsburgh playing at Cleveland. It is a big divisional rival spot in the AFC North. It is interesting to be looking at the screen this morning and uh, to see most spots in Las Vegas have four and a half for Cleveland in this game. Some of them are at even money, so shifting towards a four. And when you look at other spots across the, the country, they are in fact already at four with this game, minus 110 both ways, and the total is at 38 or 38 and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think it's too low. I uh, like it over. Well, we're supposed to get win tonight, but again, if you've watched Cleveland play defense, uh, you, you now this is it, right? I mean, you watch what happens, what has happened in the first two games with Cleveland defensively, and especially the blown coverages and the breakdowns. Trubisky has a big arm, so you must go out there tonight and let it rip, and you got to see some creativity because, again, jobs are on the line. Now, I, I, maybe if they if they have another poor performance, there's a change at OC, but probably you get a change at quarterback if they if they don't get it done. Now, is it is it the quarterback or is it scheme? Probably a little bit of both. I would imagine it's got to be a little right. bit of both, right? But then I I'm looking at stuff on Twitter yesterday about what Johnson the routes that he ran against New England. I'm like, this can't be real. This has got to be fake. The the routes that he was running, uh, just going up the sideline and no creativity and imagination. But Trubisky's last in yards per attempt. And they're 30th in the league in yards, only ahead of Chicago and Seattle. So there is too much talent on this team, especially at the wide receiver position, to go back here and play 1982 football. Right, you can't be. I mean, again, we've said this now for like weeks on this show. You have the weapons in place on this offense to make it work. Do you have the quarterback, right? You cannot be conservative when you're going to have the quarterback uh, for the Steelers not throwing to his weapons, right? Because they are loaded on that side of the ball. I'm sorry, but if you had... Another quarterback in the system right now who was super competent, it w- this offense would not be looking like it is. So I know people want to blame mm-hmm. the OC, which is convenient, but I always would tell people that good quarterbacks will make any offensive coordinator look better than they probably are. And Trubisky does not qualify for that. I've been patient with this guy. I think that maybe there's a possibility of him coming out and looking a little bit like that, like the, the, the guy that we saw in 2018. But it needs to happen soon because I'll tell you right oh, now, yeah. there's a prop up offshore of when Kenny Pickett's going to start, and you can bet on between weeks three and five is the favorite at minus 225. Yeah. So you're right. If it doesn't happen tonight, pal, you're going to be taking a seat sooner than you can imagine. Yeah, and the two biggest indictments of Canada, no touchdowns in the first quarter, 
11 games in a row on offense. I mean, you're scripting the place. And and the other thing is these guys are saying they're open. Pickens and and these and, uh, Claypool, these guys are saying they're open. Uh, that, that Now, that would be on the quarterback, I guess, if you're running free and you're not getting the ball. But this is this has got to change here. And if you can't get healthy against what's been a, a bad Cleveland defense, then I just uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, the other thing is Stefanski's regarded as a good coach. It's been a horror show for him in the division. He's he's one and eleven ATS in the division. Terrible, which is which is surprising here. So this is a tough game, uh, but I think we'll see points as well because uh, Brissett's been, uh, I'd say, better than average. Well, he was really good last he week. He was. I know that. He was. So uh, he's. But the thing is, it's this running game and the number one rushing attack in the league. And and New England had a lot of success on the ground against Pittsburgh. I mean, you don't have, you have the loss of Watt, which is enormous. But this this could Chubb again could be this year's Taylor. This has been a, a great duo here with Chubb and Hunt on the ground, and they're punishing people on the ground. Okay, uh, I have a ton of numbers coming up here on that in one second. So your point about how Watt is going to be, we all know this, right? I mean, it's going to be a huge loss for this team on defense. They went from having seven sacks against the Bengals in week one to zero sacks last week. Yeah. Do you think they missed Watt? Yeah. Uh, I would say yes, they did. Um, so more, and I'll, I'll throw a lot of numbers here at you, but trust me on this, it's all correlated and it all makes some sense. Browns running backs have rushed for 10 or more yards on 17.1% of their carry since 2021. That is the best in the entire NFL. The Steelers have allowed 10 plus yards on 13% of carries to running backs since 2021. That is the third worst in the entire NFL. Um, Chubb against the Jets had a 22 yard run as his long run of the day, a 25 yarder against Carolina. Hunt had a 13-yard rush against the Jets and a 24-yard rush against Carolina. I'm getting to the props here in a second. So I need to tell you that the Browns are also number one overall in offensive rushing DVOA at Football Outsiders. They are sixth in power success, tied for third in lowest stuff rate, and first overall in second-level yards. The Steelers' defense, 18th overall in defensive rushing DVOA, 19th in both power success allowed and in defensive stuffed rate, and 30th, 30th in second-level yards. The longest rush prop tonight for Nick Chubb is 19.5. The longest rush tonight for Kareem Hunt is 13.5. There you go. Do with that what you would like, but mm-hmm. those are some pretty glaring numbers in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And this can go uh, a couple of ways, different ways too, when you lose a game like that in demoralizing fashion. I mean, it hadn't happened in 20 years in the same organization, blowing a 13-point lead late. How do they respond tonight? Do they come out and atone for their sins, or is it you know, the woe is me routine? How about a players-only meeting already from Cleveland? What do you think about that? Uh, that's bizarre. I can't wait to talk to Mike Pritchard about that. To me, that's hilarious. Players-only meeting. It was after two games. Is it just because of uh, how they failed so miserably in the final minute 55 against the Jets? Guys, how do we, how do we allow this to happen? How do you lose your composure like that? All of it. The defensive breakdowns again. And what happened? Right. Just don't let someone get behind you. I mean, You're fine. Even all this business, and they're right. Fall down, chub, fall down, hunt, don't run out of bounds. They don't have timeouts. It was a comedy but of to, errors. But how do you let someone get behind you? I mean, you're up 13. Let them dink and dunk. That That's easy stuff, simple how you, stuff. How do you miss the extra point? Yeah. Then how do you not get the onside kick? Right? Right. Cooper blew that. He did, and Absolutely. he admitted it. Yep. Absolutely. So, I think about that. I mean, that's pretty much on everybody. Mm-hmm. So is that is that Stefanski? Is he the problem? Uh, are, are players that just like mentally lost when it comes to in-game situations? Like how do you, at this point of the, and again, Chubb said earlier in the week, the game should have been over with. And then he also said I should have gone down, right? But 
we, I don't know. I, I, I do look at Chubb and I say, man, you got to get down. But also, you cannot possibly blow a 13-point lead with a minute yeah. 25 left or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think history's big here as well. Tomlin's owned them, 24-5-1 against them. Uh, great record against Cleveland. And everything we just mentioned with Stefanski, a horror show, ATS in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what happens with Cooper now? I mean, he didn't do anything in week one. He was great last week. Uh, well, who do they, how do they attack Pittsburgh through the air, and what do they do? Who's the hero tonight through the air with uh, Cleveland? It's a great question. That really is. I've been going back and forth looking at stuff on Amari Cooper, and I, to be honest, it's a stay away from me right now. Over or under, betting on yes, betting on no, I can't. Right. It can't, I've been wrestling with it too much. I have to go over these props with the Steelers wide receivers. I have to. They're all in the 50s. I mean, they, someone, these guys have to go off here. Jobs are on the line, Jerry. I mean, th- this, is, this is huge. The quarterback's going to get benched and the OC might get fired if they come out there again and put up 13 points and the offense can't work. They have to get going here. And you must take shots down the field against this Cleveland defense. Well, I mean, you have to. It's easier said than done, though. Will Trubisky do that? I mean, you might, they could be yelling at him behind closed doors the entire week. Mitchell, you got to get the ball down the field. Look at these on tape, they're open. You can say it all you want, but until the quarterback actually goes out there and does it, uh-huh. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta kind of be proven on this one. This he's got to prove it to me. Where you at with the total? And also, if you see at Bet Rivers, the first quarter total is seven and a half under minus one fifty-five. Wow, yowza! Maybe take a shot with the over there. I won't be surprised if we get an early turnover from both sides in the first quarter. That won't stun me. Uh, Friar Muth, for what it's worth, mm-hmm. has hit the receptions over in twelve of his last sixteen games. He's a really good tight end. So will it be more of Trubisky going to him, kind of dinking and dunking underneath stuff? And the Browns defense, they've allowed 35 broken tackles since week 16 of last year. That's the most in the entire NFL. Najee hasn't gotten it going so far. He's great at breaking tackles. Is this uh, the spot for him tonight to finally show something? Again, if you're the Browns, though, you you have to get, get over that game. And they're pros. They probably, it takes like a day for these guys sometimes to get over it. And it's a regular season Uh game. They they may, may have been over it by Sunday night. Who knows? But that's a quick turnaround for blowing a loss like that. And then to have a players-only media on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's also on the coaching staff to get them to snap out of it. But then again, they're, they're doing this meeting business. But the other thing is, Pittsburgh made the playoffs last year, and they were dead last in QBR of playoff teams. And you were supposed to be at least, you're supposed to get better quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened. And that's been a surprise. But still, you come in, it's, you're one and one. You, you somehow won, you, you stole a game week one. So you win Thursday, everything's right in the world. Right, right. If he wins, even if he's just average at best tonight, Trubisky, a win will help him keep his job for at least a little longer. Yeah. Uh, If he's good in defeat, Mm -hmm. he'll keep his job. But if they lose this game... And it just it's he's average at best and it doesn't look pretty, I mean, it's gonna have to be week four, week five of consideration. It really has to be. Right. There's no fooling around. And ownership and the head coach might look at week one, even though it could be a loss, because you're plus five in the turnover battle, and you, you should have lost the game. Yep. That, that's a, another indictment on the offense and the play calling. Yeah. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace up for week three with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every single Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to 25 bucks, Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. We'll recap 
last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. Uh, dogs were barking in Major League Baseball. Details coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. The dogs were barking last night, and it started right away. The Nats plus 215 surprised the Braves in a big upset. Diamondbacks plus 260 beat the Dodgers again. And the A's beat Seattle again. It's getting squeaky bum time now. It's down to, imagine if Baltimore had swept Detroit like they should have. It's down to four games. That is, uh, that number was way too high last night. We pointed that out on the show yesterday. Yep. And I thought it was going to keep going up. Yep. It did. Damn. Snell does it again at home. Oh, he was great. One nothing. Home teams 5-0 and in the St. Louis-San Diego series this season. And they get it done. Uh, this is a good video. This is Jake Arietta on the Starting Nine podcast. He was asked about throwing Pujols a cookie to get the 700. I would handle it like I did with Syndergaard and DeGrom when we had that, that agreement, like fastballs only if nobody's on base. You're giving them your best bolt, but I might stay all heaters. Like, all right, Albert, like you've, you've earned this. I'm not just going to serve it up to you, but I'll, I'll throw it to you straight. And if you get me, you get me. I like that. So do I. And you've, you've earned it. I'm on board. That, right? Yep. Here it comes. Not going to give him a cookie. Right. It's yeah, not no. going to be gi- given to you on a silver platter, but I'm not going to screw around. It's me against you. Here comes 97 miles an hour down, right. the, down the middle of the plate, and he hit it out. Right. Good for you. That's the key, because the, the name of the game is location. Yeah. So if it's right down the middle and put it on a tee, bam, it's gone. How about this dog video? This guy loves the beach. He's excited to hit the water, too. Look at this running start. Look at the hang time here. Oh, my God. Ass over tea kettle. Look at that. Is he okay? I mean, it's just. Well, he's got, he does like a somersault when he hits right. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I mean, that he can't wait to hit the water. That is awesome. And this dog playing fetch with his toy by himself. Oh, volume coming up. up. This yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The volume is the best part. Coming in. And there it is. Fly ball. I got it. Runs back. Puts it in. The concoction. Puts the ball back in. Excited. Ready to go. Tippy toe. Tippy toe. And then, bam, out it goes. I love when he puts the ball in the bucket. He yeah. gives it, like, one second. He's like, he starts barking. Come on, let's yeah, go. I'm ready right. to play. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. Uh, this is unfortunate, but it's winsome. Sarver, the disgraced owner of uh, the Suns, he paid $400 million for the team. He's going to probably go for $2, $2 billion at yeah. least. And he's complaining. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's unforgiving society it we is. live in. Yeah. Uh, sure. Funny, funny. You're going to make 2.5. I said this before. Sure. He After what he got, what he did over these years, over yeah. the years, too. Yeah. When, when people kicked around the notion of uh, the Suns moving to Las Vegas, I've always said, not if this guy's involved for yep. years. Nope, no thank you. Uh huh. Absolutely. Lose some. The Dodgers are 103 and 46, they're fifth in ROI. I mean, this Orioles still lead the way. But just, what a perilous trade, huh? Betting baseball. You just say, yeah, you, you, when you're a huge favorite like that every game, doesn't matter if you're going to win 110. 
They're only fifth in ROI. Yeah. Right? Lou Sum Yudoka, head coach of the Celtics. Uh, I mean, uh, dated a, co a, a woman who works in the organization. The 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 suspect he could get suspended for a year. Wow. You go to the NBA Finals, what a blow. Now, apparently he slipped one past the goalie with uh, Nia Long, if that's how it's pronounced. But I think they're engaged and they have a kid. But this is uh, dating the workplace and having a... That comes with a year-long uh, suspension now, possibly. Poss that's what Woj said. Possibly Ooh, out for a year. Organizational guidelines. My God, what well, a blow this could be to the Celtics. You don't expect this to lose your coach this long. Huh. So could he be suspended for this year? Yeah, or would it come? Would it be a, a punishment that would like fall in his lap, like down the road sometime? Oh, so I understand it. It's this year. It could be this year. He might miss the entire thing. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah. Wow. Big one. Absolutely. Couple bad beats. Astros raise under seven. Vicious push. Two nothing in the eighth. Blue Jays were even money. Led three nothing in the bottom of the eighth and lost. And the Rangers Angels total was eight and a half. It was three two in the seventh. Seven two final. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. Okay, so uh, the props for tonight, the player props. I mentioned the longest rush uh, earlier in the first segment, how it might make some sense tonight with Chubb and Hunt because of second-level yards, the Browns' offensive line, and what the Steelers have allowed so far. You brought up the Steelers' wide receivers. Uh, I'm looking at uh, numbers right now again, defensive DVOA. At uh, Football Outsiders, the Browns are 24th overall in defensive pass DVOA. So we know this, right? They have allowed big plays, explosive plays so far in the first two weeks. Look at how the Panthers were able to get it together. Again, Matt Rule pointed this out. I think he's, it was kind of a joke almost that he did this, but he said after week one that from uh, the final 35 minutes of the game, they averaged 7.7 .7 yards per play, which would have been like top three in the NFL. The problem is, Matt, you got to play the entire 60 minutes. The, the first 25 minutes actually count, too. Huh. So, but that was because the Browns' defense fell apart and they allowed all those big plays, and it was just Mayfield's dropping back to pass, and these guys were wide open down the field. But then look at what Flacco... It's Mayfield and Flacco. Right. So far. That's right. And that's like if Trubisky can't do anything tonight, and if he throws for like 140... And they're not moving the ball and picking oh, up first it. downs. Oh, man. That's uh, that's another reason why I like these guys over. I mean, because he, he's got a big arm, so I, I, I'm not that concerned about the wind with him. But Pickens was complaining that he was running free against New England. He's 28 and a half. Johnson's 55 and a half. Claypool is 38 and a half. I mean, you got to get these guys going here. I mean, you have to take some shots. Not to mention they could be trailing and they could be forced to throw the ball too. Uh, and you have to abandon the run. But, I mean, they know all this stuff, too. I mean, it, the, the heat's on. The heat is definitely on the quarterback in the O.C. Mm -hmm. um, scoreless quarter is plus, only plus 170. We've had a run on that in a primetime game. So. What did you notice for prices on Monday night? Oh, sky high. He also had totals in the 50s, though. Sure. With those games. Big three to one? Higher than that. Oh, you were seeing higher six, than that, Yeah, huh? six in that range, yeah. Six to one or yeah. so. Well, the Viking total was 50. What was it, 52? 50, yeah. right? And then you're, uh, you're... you had a scoreless half, but this is with a total of 38. And also, we mentioned, too, the... Uh, run on primetime games going over. Based on the opener, the opening total, every primetime game has gone under, but I think we'll see points tonight. Yeah, I will say, I mean, the and we knew this again, right, that the Thursday schedule, pretty damn good. Yes. The game last week. Next week's great. Big. Next week, Cincinnati yeah. and Miami. That's very big. And uh, we'll do this a little bit later on in the show, but the line moves that we've had again, 
in the NFL for week three. Th- these numbers are all over the map this week. Mm. I got a note. I'll give you one here. I got a note from a bookmaker in Colorado uh, this morning, in fact, said every single sharp better p- pretty much who has an account with him in Colorado at a legal sports book, every single sharp is on Indianapolis. Because it got to seven, and it just keeps coming down. And he said this number could close back back at four and a half. Who was responsible for the move in the first place? Was it a Billy Walters good old fashioned head fake? I mean, from three to seven, and now well, back down. I mean, no, I think because they, when they, once they took it off the board on Sunday for the games, they put it back up at what six six and a half because of how bad the Colts looked, and the Chiefs are going to have some extra rest. And it touched, I think, what you're right. So it touched, I think, six six and a half on the opener, but then went to seven. Went to seven, and maybe people did that because they wanted to grab seven on the Colts and bring it back the other way. I mentioned the Todd Furman tweet, though, too, about how it was shaping up to be one of the biggest decisions of the year based on the early support for the Chiefs. And now it's been nothing but Colt money. Where did this Dallas money come from? Now the Cowboys are taking money on Monday night. It's down to one. And are they going to go off the favorite? That one? Perhaps. and, And there's money coming in. I bet Atlanta money line yesterday. I wasn't the only one. Because that number is now down to, um, what did I... One and a half? Yeah, one and a half, maybe yeah. one at some spots. I'll double mm-hmm. check on that. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty fascinating with the moves. No, it's pick. Oh, God. Atlanta, Seattle's a pick now at a lot of spots. I had a guy reach out to us on Twitter and said, I might t- call me crazy. I might take Atlanta and Survivor. I mean, this is that. I think that would be kooky. Uh, but again, the, the next two weeks are so hard. People are going to step out and take chances. Yeah, I like to take a walk on the wild side. Yeah. And I've gotten burned now twice. And yeah. It sucks because now I have to wait a full calendar year to do it again next yeah, year. I know it does suck, but, but I mean, you take you have to. Some people want to get creative and take a chance, and uh, it pays off if uh, if you win that game. But you know, I I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind taking the Packers next week at home against New England. But you don't you're not options because again, you don't have a lot of favorites, big favorites right. in that six to seven range. You know, what? I, I probably should have had longer conversations with uh, partners this week. Last week, I should say about how long we think the contest is actually going to go. Because if you if you looked at week one right. with how much bedlam it was and how many big dogs were coming in and thought maybe, you don't want to overreact, but maybe that's going to be the case of the NFL for a lot of the year, maybe we just say, well, screw Christmas then. And we brought it up here on the air, but uh, you know, to actually have the conversations with people would have been a, probably a wise idea who I'm involved with in the Survivor. Like, hey guys, maybe we don't need to save the Packers or the Buccaneers or whoever else for Christmas. And maybe we don't save teams for Thanksgiving because this thing might not even go that far anyway. Right. Maybe it doesn't go to Christmas. And then if you're holding on to the Packers still, you're like, well, what did but I do that for? Well, why would you want them anyways? It's a road game in Miami. Well, that's what I'm that, saying. That's, but I, mean, I know, if, but if, that's, if, if, that's sure. one example. If you're trying to hang on to multiple teams for Christmas, it, it could be a lost cause. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Now, do you want to you hold Minnesota? I mean, who's to say it gets to Thanksgiving? But that's... Oh, Christmas is brutal, the games. And then you could factor in the Monday night game, too, which I think is Chargers-Colts. I mean, these are all, all toss-up games. Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. Right, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Biggest line moves of the week in college football and some big moves in power ratings that we'll tell you about and why they moved coming up here on VSIN. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Full access to everything we do with the daily picks at a glance. Recap of the plays by every host and guest. 24 7 video, 
and the weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tips, every hour, actionable insights to up your betting game. Get the discounted football special and VEASAN Pro. That's access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, some of the biggest moves that we've had in college football so far this week. And now it's Thursday, so these are really molded up big time. But Cincinnati got all the way to 17.5 against Indiana. They opened up 11. Now basically back down to 16.5 or 17. Still a good team. I thought they should have beaten Arkansas in the in the opener on the road. Yep. Arkansas is a pretty good club. Yep. Are, yep. Are, are you are you involved at all in the Cyclones uh, Baylor game? Iowa State at home. They opened up a two and a half or two point dog. Now they're laying two and a half at home against Baylor. Yeah, I like Baylor in that. Game. So do I. I'm I with you yes. on that. Yes. Yeah, I, I like them there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Central Florida opened up 16. Now they're up to 20 against Georgia Tech. Problems at Georgia Tech. They're oh, not, absolutely. Yep. I'm ashamed to admit in a contest out here I had I had Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's embarrassing. You know, I, I took 17 and a half in the contest. What was it? 50 to 42, nothing, whatever. Right. 10 and one under run for Old Miss, by the way. It's just continuous. The gift that keeps on giving. Uh, not not this week. Isn't there been a yeah, big, big, big move? Well, because they're playing Tulsa. That's right. Tulsa is three and zero to the over, and by sixteen, they're going over by sixteen points per game. So that's uh, worlds colliding in this one. Yep. And I think yep. uh, there was a group on um, the over in that game as well. Uh, if I recall correctly, this week Minnesota is now favored. They opened up a one point dog at Michigan State. Sparty coming yep. off that loss, tough loss. I mean, they were that, that was not close against Washington. No. What do you think here? Gophers favored. Well, number one, I think they're going to regret that contract to cut Tucker. Number two. Uh, They're going they, to, or they already do? <laughs> both. They also, uh, uh, Penix was great against them. Minnesota's got a good team. Yeah, they're good. And that's uh, that, that should be a lot of points in that game, I think. That Ibrahim is such a good running back. I love him at the next level. I think he'd be really good in the NFL. Some um, some moves here from Adam Burke, who does really good write-ups at vcin.com. He's a host here as well uh, on vcin. Some of the biggest movers and shakers of the week. For him, it was Fresno State. I think this is self-explanatory. But if you missed the game, Jake Hayner, their really good quarterback, went down. It did not look pretty, uh, so he's going to be out for a while. Um, Logan Fife takes over as the quarterback. 25 career pass attempts. He knocked them eight points because of the Hayner loss. And I probably can't blame him for that. Uh Notre Dame, he bumped down five more points. And he said it was another lack, which it was, a lackluster performance against Cal's not good. No. And Notre Dame couldn't put, team, could, nope. uh, put that team away? No. I can't believe that point spread Saturday. I don't get at, it either. At North Carolina. It's not, fishy. Not, yeah, it opened pick, and then Notre Dame took money. Yep. That, that doesn't make any sense to uh, me how bad they've been on offense. I tell you, Paul, uh, and I was on the openers when they first dropped at Circa, and this is one of the games that I had my uh, eyes on, and an open pick, and as soon as I like tapped on it, they went to minus one Notre Dame. I'm like, ah, I'm going right. to hold off yep. here. Now Carolina, one and a half. That, yep. that I agree with. He bumped Michigan State down five points. Yeah. Adam Burke said uh, he viewed this team as a regression candidate coming into the season, and it appears as if that's happening. Peyton Thorne hasn't uh, looked as effective without Kenneth Walker, and the Spartans really played an awful first half against Washington, which they did. But he admits that he was also six and a half points on the, on the, off the closing line, so he was on the wrong side of both teams. Hence, he made Washington a four-point adjustment there, uh, DeBoer has done a really good job with this team. If you watch the offense, it's yeah. a thing of beauty again. Night and day. Top 25 defense last year, and now the offense is there to match it. And he bumped Kansas up four and a half more points because Lance Leopold is the real deal. For anybody to do this at Kansas, 
I mean, to shut it down, the guy has to be a phenomenal football coach. Yep. Already went over the win total. That's all you have to say. Yeah. What the, what the expectations were going in. Uh, three games tonight, but a good doubleheader on TV, ESPN and ESPN2. The game on the deuce. How about Coast? It's 3-0 and against 0-3. But the 3-0 and team in Coastal Carolina only only laying two and a half. Mm-hmm. McCall, great quarterback, nine touchdowns, one interception. Pickney, their good wide receiver, 260 yards. But uh, 35 points per game. They almost lost to Gardner-Webb. They beat Army, and they beat Buffalo. And they opened a 20-point favorite and it closed 12 last week against Buffalo. Georgia State, 0-3. Big upset last week, got beat by Charlotte in a shootout, 42-41. Also lost to North Carolina and South Carolina. Strange with the, I know what the public will be doing. They'll like, oh, come on, Coastal Carolina, McCall, right. absolutely. They'll, it, they'll lay the points. But because of him, it is a very good offense, like you said. They yes. have 504 yards of offense against Buffalo. You know that they were outgained against Gardner-Webb, 495 to 354. Wow, that's not good. That's not pretty. Uh, and they had 437 yards in their win against Army. So it is a good offense, but uh, certainly some questions on this team right now. And you're right. I mean, when this number is now sitting at two at some spots, mm, that I think tells you, that that point spread tells a big story there. They're begging, they're begging for Chanticleer money. Yes, they are. They're begging you, right? Yep. Uh, yep. It's the 3-0, and 0-3 thing, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, this is, uh, in Blacksburg, it used to be you, you don't go in there and win a game. Everything's changed, how bad they've been at home. Hey. And enter Sandman isn't working. Can you explain this? What Brad Powers did in the summertime with this game? This is crazy. He's coming up in about 25 minutes here. He took eight at the South Point with West Virginia. At another spot, he took three and a half with Vatek. <laughs> so this is around the same time. Yeah. When, bo- yeah. when two different books in two different jurisdictions had future numbers up on the or future games up on the board, same exact time of year. That's what he was able to grab. One book. One bookmaker made Vatek eight. And another one made West Virginia three and a half in the same game. <laughs> wow. Uh, so West Virginia is two tonight. Eh, boy, I don't know. I mean, they lost to Pitt 38-31. They could have won that game. They have a top 15 offense. They lost to Kansas, which uh, they were a two-touchdown favorite in that game. I don't like the quarterback at all with Virginia Tech. I didn't like him at Marshall. I don't like him at Vaught Tech. He was horrendous in the loss to Old Dominion. They are two and one. That's the loss. But he had four interceptions in that game. They are uh, near the bottom in every offensive category. So uh, that's they're underdogs for a reason here at home too. But it used to be one of the toughest places to play. It hasn't been that way for many many years. Yep. We also have a couple of games coming up tomorrow night as well. The Syracuse game. They're now laying nine nine and a half against Virginia at home. You know that they've been feeling good all week, right? Big men on campus. Uh, to get off to this kind of a start, that's going to be a loser for me. I have their win total under 5.5. What are they, 3-0 so far in the year? Yeah. So the, we talked about that total and how it was a, a crushing loss if you had the under against Purdue. Also, I thought Syracuse got bailed out by a lot of uh, home cooking by the officials in that game, and I had no action whatsoever on that contest. And the pick six by O'Connell for Purdue was a Carson West Wentz special last, last week. Threw it right to the, he's the going, D-lineman. He's getting hit. He's going down. Oh, he looked, terrible. He's looking around like this. He goes, what do, what do I do with the ball? Yep. Oh, you're, you're standing five feet from me? Here, you take the ball. Throws it right to him, and he takes it for the easiest pick six the guy's ever going to have. So they were fortunate to win that game. One of the worst beats of the season. 10-9 at halftime. Oh, it has to be. 42 combined points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But so you always talk about that, though, right? Right. Now, this is Syracuse. It's not like they're the number three team in the country, 
But like I said, they're feeling pretty good after that win. The crowd was on fire. They've been hearing it probably now all week. And they're laying nine, nine and a half against a uh, spotty Virginia team. Yeah, sure. Walk around. Everyone tells you how great you are. And then uh, you disrespect your opponent, especially in college. Next thing you know, bam, you get beat. Yep. It's that easy. So I told you on the air, I think it was on Monday, that I bet Wyoming to win the Mountain West Conference at 40 to 1. Sure. Because I was looking at the numbers. Schedule. And the schedule. And some spots had, I think, 20 and 25 to 1. And I found 40. I'm like, 40. Oh, man. Okay. Can they do this? Does it make any sense? And I looked at the schedule, and it's all setting up for them. Uh, because they already beat Air Force last week. So that's the big boy to get out of the way in their division. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Their road games are New Mexico, Hawaii, Colorado State, and Fresno. Think about that. Fresno now, that's at the end of the year. So we'll see what that, the kind of shape they're in. But the, they're all winnable games, the other three that I talked about. At home, they get San Jose State, Utah State, and Boise. Uh, I then was told thank you to a follow the me, uh, money army member yesterday. He pointed out, hey, they're also 80 to 1 at another spot. So I grabbed 80 to 1 to add on to my 40 to 1. And I kicked it around yesterday with a couple of people like, is this a kiosk job? Got to jam the kiosk. And I, and I threw that idea out there. And by the time I was thinking about doing it, it was down to 30 to 1. Yep. It's like Elaine Bennis trying to get a little squirrel to come over to you. Can't make any sudden movements, right? Got to jam that kiosk. Mm-hmm. Don't want to sound the alarms. That was a killer for me. Air Force, a 17 point favorite. They might be favored in, in every game the rest of the season. Yep. And, and they blow that game at Wyoming. I had them 4-1 to to win the conference. Still yeah. still can do it, but that's uh, good luck to you. Other teams, UNLV's power rating has really yes, took... Yes, it uh, has. That was impressive what they did in North Texas. Took money. Now Lane against Utah State. I don't know if I agree with that move, though. Right. Up to three on the road against yeah. Utah State? Yeah. All right. Uh, start your morning with VSIN's new podcast, VSIN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. He discusses line movement, injuries, and what you need to be looking at before you make your bets. Make the VSIN Daily Morning Bets podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up next, uh, don't sleep on today's Major League Baseball card. Very intriguing head-to-head matchups, including a couple of spots involving tremendous starting pitchers. We'll run down the numbers for you coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers, your go to book, all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Great house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Major League Baseball games today. I know we have Thursday night football, but I'm telling you, this schedule today in baseball, it's a uh, short card, but mm-hmm. I don't care. Some of the games that we have, some of the matchups. Do you realize that Gallon uh, pitches against Urias tonight? Diamondbacks against the Dodgers? Too high. Dodgers too high. 210? 220? Am I, can, am I still in this with Urias? 17 and 7 with a 227. Got a better ERA mm-hmm. than Sandy. He's the second choice at most books now. He's what do you, what do you have him at? Uh, 50. That's a really good number. Yeah. I think it's over. Hey. Okay. I could be wrong, but I mean, you tell me. I mean, Alcantara has just been. I know. 
what, what was it last time? A complete game job that he had, and he was awesome yet again. They're both. He's four dollars, and so was Verlander last check. I don't. I don't. Again, I have to really question that. Which, which one, Verlander? Yes. Yes, I know. You're, you're, Valdez has come down. I've seen Valdez as, as low as 12 to 1. Yeah. I, I, okay. Should Valdez, honest, uh, okay, should he not be like number two on the betting board right now, a tick behind Verlander, or am I dead wrong on that? He should be ahead of Cease now. Yes, he should be. Yeah. Every, every start but one has been a quality start. And he has the record. So, and he hasn't missed time. And he, had, I, I, I get it. Some of Verlander's numbers are better, and some of them are maybe significantly better. Yeah. But there's, look at this board. He's fourteen to one. Ceases four to one. Verlander's might. That doesn't make any sense to me. Not that Valdez is going to win or should win. He should be closer to Verlander than what he is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll, and now it appears maybe the Dodgers are just going through this funk and just realize, please, let's get to the playoffs here. I mean, we have nothing to play for, and now they've lost back-to-back games against Arizona. But you're getting their best pitcher. And one of the best pitchers in the National League. And uh, he's, look at the, per- the return on this. Maybe they're just waiting for Pulos to get to town so they can allow uh, home run yeah. 699 and 700 to him. How about that comment? Mon- I, uh, Muncy, I don't, I don't mind if he does it against us. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Why, why would <laughs> How about they? That? That's what I, I, I really, <laughs> I'm trying to put my, why would they care, right? This guy's been in baseball for 20 plus years. He's one of the best players of all time. Don't mm-hmm. you kind of want to see him hit 700 if you're another player? Yeah. I would. While he's in town, right. Yeah. Get to see history. Yep. You like the Padres? Um, Musgrove seems cheap here. I mean, again, the home team's 5-0 and uh, in this matchup. But the other thing is the, the Cardinals are now 500 on the season on the road. Mm-hmm. It's a different team and a different offense. So I, I try, I, I don't, I'd like to go against Flaherty here. And Musgrove, about $1.35, $1.40. They've won five in a row now. Padres getting hot at the right time. Yeah, you're seeing, I mean, if you like the Padres here, definitely shop around because, as you said, there's maybe a, a 135 on the board. And it's gone up at some spots already to minus 145. And I think that's, I like the Padres today as well at that smaller number, obviously. Um, all of a sudden now, I mean, so this is this is like a shut it down, lock it up. Snell has to go in game one for him for them if they make the playoffs. If they can set it up that way. Dream come true scenario, Snell has to go in game one. I had a Darvish? Oh, I, okay. Snell has been tremendous. Yep. That, that's what I'm, that's the way I would think about it anyway. But now all of a sudden... And it's a long baseball season. Again, a regular season in baseball is like five seasons in one. But suddenly, if you can go to war with that combo as a one-two, not as bad as it looked a month ago, I'll tell I want, you that. I want to see how these teams treat this down the stretch as well. Because I'd rather go to St. Louis than uh, Atlanta or New York. So would I. Absolutely. Not even close. Yep. How that how would work out with the playoffs. Um, Freed is going today. Mm-hmm. He was scheduled for the Braves. That was a wonky game yesterday. I mean, they are sitting there, what, tied with the Mets if they don't blow that game yesterday? Right. Only scored a couple of runs, gave up a lead yeah. late. Couldn't hit the last two nights. Nope. And then nothing from Judge last night in terms of a home run. Is this it then? Is it going to happen this weekend? He's been so dramatic the entire year. Game-winning hits, putting this together this type of a season. Uh, does he hit one or two home runs against the Red Sox? Well, uh, this, is, this is the pride, right? This is where the Red Sox can crap on the parade here. Uh, did you see the line getting into the stadium? The traffic? Oh, yeah. My God. Uh, you mentioned how high tickets are going. But number one, do they pitch around them? And number two, do they take pride in here? Let's try to win this series or get a split and uh, try to shut them down. And, and the pressure's on them to do it at home because they have to go to Toronto next week as well. Yeah, I think Ty, I think Tyone's too high, by the way, at 170. Okay. Walker's been good. 
Is Waka eleven and one on the year? Yeah, eleven and one. How about okay. that? Okay. Um, by the way, this is the exact opposite, though, of what I said with the Dodgers and Pulos. They're not in their division. Why would they? You know, they'd be probably happy to give up number seven hundred to Pulos. It's a career achievement thing for him. But the Red Sox Yankees is a bloodbath rivalry. Right? Why would the Red Sox actually want to have Judge hit 61 or 62 against them? No, they don't want to see that. No, I don't no. think so either. No way. Absolutely. Do you, who do you lean in that Atlanta game? You, you, you touched on it. Well, uh, this big four game set. Boy, Philly needed that one last night. Whoo! Down 3 0 in the eighth. They rallied to come back and win. They lose that. That would have been a six game losing streak. I think you kind of have to trust free, don't you? Right. Suarez has been good, but he's been better on the road. He's, he's, been, uh, he's been spotty, though, too. Uh-huh. It, you know, he got off to a good start in the second half to begin, but then he had a couple of starts where it's like, oh, boy, that's not pretty, and they need him to step it up a little bit. But um, You have to be concerned, I also, especially if they get swept here, and I wouldn't rule that out because Atlanta's so, uh, playing such a good ball. But if Philly gets swept here, they just got swept in Atlanta, even if they lose three out of four. Going to Chicago is, is not easy. That's uh, that's going to be tough. And Milwaukee only has four road games left. Yep. So, and it's Cincinnati. It starts today. Reds with a win last night. And oh, yep. by the way, so I wrote down. I had a different starter going as of last night for the for the Reds. Uh, it is Woodruff though. It was supposed to be Cruz. Now I'm seeing Hunter Green. That's not going to be easy for Milwaukee. Although Woodruff is the guy that you can absolutely trust right now. He's been pretty much lights out with a high strikeout rate. They're laying a buck fifty. Green was really really sharp in his last okay. start. Yep. Okay. Reds are not going away quietly, unfortunately right. for me. You have to back Bieber tonight, too, in one of the late games. Cleveland trying to get the broom out on the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we said, they had to sweep, and they lost with Cease and blew the two-run lead. They had nothing last night, right? McKenzie at a plus price, winner. They're going to finish them off. The division's over. It's a, it's a six-game lead now What's the with less mag- than two weeks. What's the magic number there? That I don't know, but it's, uh, it, it's all but over. I mean, and the White Sox know it, too. Oh, it's they cool. do. Just a they big do. disappointment, and uh, I can't believe this price on Bieber. And this, what a, what a job by Tito. I mean, they're going to beat him again here and sweep him, and then that'll do it. I can't believe the price tonight with Bieber. Well, um, that what, dollar thirty range. Yes, dollar well dollar forty. I see it some books. Way too cheap, and they're hitting. I mean, it hasn't mattered. Guys hurt. Doesn't matter who's in, who's out with the pitching staff, and. Uh, they're taking money today. Yeah, they have to. The Guardians will take money. And the today. White Sox know the season's over. And I, you think the Mariners are too high again? Two twenty can't hit right now. Well, uh, this might be a pass for me, but I'm, there's no way I would lay it with the Mariners. I, I would not get involved with that with uh, parlay, straight mm-hmm. bets, anything like that. No way, no how. Said that yesterday. Thought the number was way too high on Ray yesterday. I mean, if it keeps going up, at some point again, there's going to be a, n- a number where it's going to be okay. I got to take Oakland today. Just got to do it. Not going into the playoffs right now on a positive note. Right. And again, much like the Mets, so much for this strength of schedule thing. I mean, because Seattle had nothing but easy games the rest of the way. It did not go well in Anaheim, and then it's not going well in Oakland. I mean, you're supposed to lock up the playoff spot here. Yep. And now it's become a little bit of a sweat and get bailed out by the fact that Detroit somehow beat Baltimore back-to-back games. No kidding. All right, time now for the uh, pro tip of the hour, available for subscribers at the website, which is vsin.com. We'll run it down here for you. Browns running backs have rushed for 10 or more yards on 17% of their carries since 2021. That's the best rate in the NFL. The Steelers have allowed 10-plus yards on 13% of carries for running backs since 2021. That is the third worst in the entire NFL. So far on the season, Nick Chubb, 
Had a 22-yard rush against the Jets, a 25-yard rush against Carolina. Hunt with a 13-yard rush against the Jets and a 24-yard rush against Carolina. Oh, wait, there's more. The Browns are the number one team in offensive rushing DVOA in the entire league. They are sixth in power success, tied for third in lowest stuffed rate, and first overall in second-level yards. Steelers are 18th overall in defensive rushing DVOA, 19th in defensive stuffed rate, and 30th in second-level yards. Chubb's rushing prop tonight for longest rush is 19 and a half. Hunt, I saw, was 12 and a half, moved at some spots at 13 and a half, but they, uh, they might break one or two runs here tonight in this game to go over. Both right. of them could. Yeah. Beautiful so, numbers. And that's what, you know, what's the fancy is going to do. Run, run, run. Oh, for sure. Yep. That was our pro tip for the hour, and we do one every hour on VEASAN across every single show, so that means at least 20 every day. And they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Fast first hour today of the program. Coming up next, Brad Powers is going to join the show. Professional sports better, uh, college football handicapper as well. Uh, you know that he's made a ton of bets for the week. Uh, we'll ask him about how much tighter the numbers are right now with these opening numbers compared to what they were a month ago. That's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown.